0: Uh, we'll be talking with uh, uh, Matt Sadler, who's uh, uh, performing, uh, he's the New Year's comic, he is the official New Year's comic at Rick Brunson's House of Comedy that is at 5350 East High Street. Um, yeah, it, 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 you feel like you're in Scottsdale when you're up at 5350 East High Street. It's got that Scottsdale vibe. Swanky. Yeah, it's swanky, but at the same time affordable. Swanky yet affordable. Here's our call. All right, let's see if this is all working. Can you hear me, Matt?
1: I can hear you fine.
0: And you know what? The The important part, Matt, is I can hear you fine as well. I can hear him dandily. We can, Perfect. Yeah, we can hear clearly now. It, it's all clear yeah, now, the Matt. <laughs> Matt. The rain is gone. The rain is gone. The rain is gone. I see no obstacles in my way. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are uh, speaking with none other than um, Austin's own. Matt Sadler, who is the official New Year's comic at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy. He is also there tonight um, and tomorrow night. Matt, how are you?
1: I'm adorable, thank you for asking.
0: You know, there's a, um, uh, I, I, admit, I admire the chutzpah. And you yeah, know, is spelled with a ch. C- H. Yeah, it's not ch-
1: chutzpah. Yeah, it's yes. not,
0: you would think it's chutzpah.
1: No, I'm Jewish. I actually know the pronunciation of
0: that word. You know, I was I was raised um, in a in a part of the world where uh, people didn't use the word hutzpah. Uh, they they just, they used words like shut up. I said shut up. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, sh- bring me a beer and shut up. So when I read a word like chutzpah, I thought I thought it was chutzpah. and I, I and I wanted to use words like that. And I go, yeah, yeah, that guy's got a lot of chutzpah. Took me a while to figure out that it was uh, chutzpah. But
1: yeah, that, that makes you sound very goy.
0: Yeah, yeah well, no, you know, I lived in West Hollywood for a while, and um, uh, people uh, asked if I was goy. And I said, no, I, am, I like uh, goyles. So, um, <laughs> you, you live now, but yeah, because not, not too far out of the zip code where you reside, people might say chutzpah, but not in Austin.
1: Uh, not in Austin. We have a nice Jewish community, but yeah,
0: yeah. You know, in Texas, it's, it's, it's Chutzpah. Yeah, yeah. You, so I, I have uh, friends and family in Austin. Um, uh, i are uh, right outside of a Taylor, uh, to be more precise. Uh, I've been to Austin. I like Austin. Are you, okay. you you're not originally from Austin?
1: No, I'm from nowhere, actually. My father was in the military, so we lived all over the world. I've lived in Japan, I've lived in Germany, all of the uh, Axis powers.
0: Have you lived in uh, Redwood? I beg your pardon? Have you lived in Redwood? Have you lived in Redwood Hollywood? have never lived in Redwood. Have you lived in Hollywood? No. Have you been a miner? I've a hard never lived
1: in I visited, enjoyed it. What are you, a cop? <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you, the police? Um so what 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 are you the f- Hey man it's the fuzz. Um why or what so as a, as a touring stand-up comic besides the fact you have easy access to the Looney Bin uh in Oklahoma City um what drew you to Austin as opposed to say San Francisco or New York or uh, Los Angeles
1: uh, Yeah I was drawn there for uh for uh college actually i went to the university of texas so that's what drew me there and i fell in love with comedy the comedy scene in austin and never looked back
0: did you start there did you start like at the Velveeta room uh did andy yes. huggins the then Velveeta bring you on the stage club. yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, of yeah. G- which is a great club because the Velveeta room i liken it to the um The Soviet uh, Olympic athletes in the 1980s, they would uh, train under oxygen-deprived situations so that if they ever got out onto the actual field, they would have all this extra oxygen. And that's what's great about the Velveeta Room. It's a dive club, but it's beautiful. And if you can get the audience to listen to a joke there, it will kill anywhere else in the world.
0: You know, not only is that like a legendary room. Uh, when I when I always liked them on. I, I knew a lot of the uh, um, uh, the early outlaw guys. Uh, I I did not know Sam. I met Sam once, but I knew a lot of the early outlaw guys. I knew Riley and uh, Andy and uh, Jimmy Pineapple, and of course uh, Bill Hicks and I were, were uh, really close buddies. Um, but uh, what I liked about them, what was cool about them, is they they were um, they were real real. Good at marketing without marketing, they created their own legends because they would go out and talk about each other without being like uh, uh, overly. They wouldn't like oversell it. They would just tell you stories about each. You wouldn't believe what Riley Barber did in Richmond, Virginia, you know, and just uh, so yeah. They, you knew who these guys were before you ever met them, you know, and uh, oh and yeah, they were I very funny all guys. Those
1: Texas outlaw comics. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, the, I saw Hicks once when I was before I started, and I was just duly impressed. Yeah, and I really wanted to do comedy after I saw that.
0: There was a guy down there. I don't know what his name's popping in my head, but since I'm I, since I have the good fortune to be talking to you, and you know, a, a guy who who's down there carrying on the tradition, of what all those guys did. Is it, There was a guy named Carry On. Is he still around? Good
1: Lord, I can't believe you brought that name up. Uh, he's one of my closest friends. Carry On is great. He's a brilliant artist and one of the funniest comics I've ever had the pleasure of working with. I love Carry On.
0: Well, you know, and I, I never met him. I just always heard his name, and I used to see it on like crazy posters out of the Velveeta room. And I always thought it was a funny name because there was a, the, uh, there was these, and, it, in, in the weird kind of word association kind of, uh, um, uh, whatever my brain dysfunction is, there were these movies that came out of Britain in the 60s called the Carry On movies. And they were they were these like silly comedy movies. And there was a guy named Carry On. It's spelled differently than the actual words. And I never met him. I met all these other guys, but I'd see his name all the time. And people told me about him. And he seemed to to me, and you can tell me of this story, exemplify something that comes out of Texas. Guys like Kinky Friedman, who is not only a musician, but a politician, He's a liberal, but he's a conservative. He's very open-minded, but at the same time, he's cantankerous. And this guy seemed, in my brain, like I said, I never met him, but he seemed to exemplify all of that. These very sort of unique guys who would like uh, um, give you the shirt off their back, but also make sculptures out of soup cans, and will shoot you. You know, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's very accurate. Uh, Kerry's very close to Kinky Brademan as well. Uh, super, super guy. I love carry on Yeah. No, he's one of my good friends.
0: So so you, you tour a lot. I mean, do you tour Tornado Alley a lot? Because a lot of the guys out of Texas, you just kind of shoot straight up through. I don't know if there's still a club in Amarillo. You know, um, have you ever played Amarillo? Yeah,
1: I haven't played Amarillo in a while, uh, but I play a lot of Oklahoma and Kansas gigs. And yeah... The weather is terrifying, and you know I'm here in, in Phoenix, where it's a lot like Austin as far as the weather. Where they go to the uh, to the to the, the weather forecast, and they're like, "Here's Steve with the seven day forecast," and there's Steve standing in front of seven pictures of the sun, and he's yeah. just like, "There you go, that's it, back to you guys," uh, which is nice. But yeah, tornadoes scare the hell out of me because I have no idea. I that's out, so far out of my wheelhouse. You know, I'm terrified of that. Uh, they tell me I'm supposed to get into the bathtub and pull a mattress over me. And they have me always staying in a place that just has a stand-up shower.
0: Has it ever occurred to you that maybe they're just I, telling you that to see if you'll do it? <laughs> Let's, say again? Yeah. <laughs> has it ever occurred to you that maybe they're telling you that just to see if you'll do it? Let's see if we can get this here <laughs> boy to get in the bathtub and put a mattress over him. <laughs>
1: Somebody will run in with a picture uh, with a camera and take a picture of me standing next to a mattress in the shower
0: this is your boy he, he ain't got no home he's raising the army and we got him up getting a bathtub but uh he put a, a twin mattress over him like let a cat's lean on top of it we got a photo right here <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> so you so you work up and down there so it's like it's kind of like a tornado alley tour i mean you you start on down there, and you work your way up, and I mean, uh, you, sometimes you work your way over to like Dallas-Fort Worth, right? Isn't there there's still gigs over there.
1: Yeah, I love Dallas uh, and Fort Worth, and there's a club in Arlington as well. They're three of my favorite clubs. Uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada is in my top three, but I love Phoenix. I really adore this town.
0: Yeah, now, you've been here before.
1: I've been here once. Yes, it's my yeah. second time
0: through. We've actually spoken before. Yeah. 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 We've shot. We. We. You know what? We. We've. Uh, we've spilled the beans before. We've chewed the fat.
1: Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of fat here in Phoenix.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you realize that you are when you are at Rick Bronson's? You're also next to uh, a bit of. Uh, um, Kind of what is now becoming um, uh, Phoenix folklore. Um, there's a yeah, uh, right. there's a club right next to it. There's a uh, I, th- it, I think it's a country bar right next to uh, Rick's. Uh, there's is it a Is it it's a, like a country bar or a dance club right next to? Uh,
1: oh yes, yes, yes. I've seen that.
0: Yeah. Now, and you know that that's now quickly become a part of American folklore that spans all the way from. Uh, Little Italy in New York City to um, um, Phoenix, Arizona.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: That at one time, uh, it may have been the last time you were here, that it was a Toby Keith's uh, I Love This Bar bar. Oh, God. (laughs) And that it was was never busy, and it was always empty, even though it was named after what uh, was one of the most is one of the most popular, I can't stand the guy myself, Toby Keith, I think he's a creep, but right. he's one of the most popular uh, um, musicians in, in modern pop country music, and there was a Toby Keith sure. in Mesa, Arizona, that I used to go into because I was doing business in Mesa, always empty, food terrible, uh, uh, weight uh, wait service terrible, uh, the one next to Rick's, I thought this place will blow up, it'll be great, nobody there. And then uh, recently, a friend of mine who is a writer for the Arizona Republic said so this is being published tomorrow. Sent me an article, and here's what the article said a guy who had worked for either the Bonanno or Colombo crime family, and then had turned uh, uh, state's uh, evidence, and then had gone into witness protection. Okay, then he had gone into witness protection, then ran a con scheme where he raised millions of dollars and got uh, uh, the franchise name of Toby Keith. And opened all these Toby Keith's restaurants, primarily in Phoenix, but in other parts of the country, as bust-out joints. They were never meant to turn a profit. They were meant to close within six months. And one of them was right next door to where you're performing right now. So you're part of American folklore, my friend. You're standing right next to American history. What?
1: What? I'm doing a tour of cities that have a Toby Keith's I Love This Warren Grill because I've been to the... Original one in Oklahoma City.
0: Yeah, yeah, that one too. He's, he's,
1: yeah, he's from there. He's from right outside of there. Yeah. And it is a terrible place. It is awful. Yeah. It's, I've never been to anyone that was good, but I keep going back because they have, they have good cold beer. <laughs> uh,
0: that's really hard to achieve. It involves uh, ice, yes. I think. <laughs> Insulated lines. Now let me ask you this: So you you you, you yep. live in you live in Austin, and I'm I'm assuming that I'm assuming that you then um, uh, have the same sort of uh, political sensibilities of a uh, of many of the uh, uh, the fine citizens of Austin. I'm correct in that assessment? Yes, sir. Yet because you're a touring comic working uh, the great Midwest and Tornado Alley, you oftentimes find yourself working uh, uh, clubs, bars, and restaurants. Where many of the patrons would have a different sensibility.
1: You're absolutely correct in that assumption. Uh, fortunately for me, I don't do a lot of political humor. It's mostly about me and my wife. But Austin, Texas, is a tiny, tiny blue dot in a giant sea of red.
0: How are how are people in Austin? Look, um, uh, I, I, I am a I am a tiny blue dot in. Um, uh, uh, the entire city. Yeah, we're not a
1: sea. <laughs> okay. This is a desert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. I am a, I, I I'm a, uh, not, I, I. It's becoming weird because not only am I the token Democrat amongst all my friends, I'm actually now the token liberal amongst all the leftists. I'm trying to, you know. So um, uh, it, it's gotten even weirder for me. So... Um, um, <laughs> Uh, when I want to hear people go. There's your, no 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 uh, no due process. Just roast them. I'm going. No, that's not no. We can't do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, how are the people of Austin coping with um, uh, what is basically now a a, uh, a a sea change in in American politics?
1: Oh oh, that's a great question. They uh, they're suicidal. <laughs> 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 They're completely suicidal over the entire
0: situation, <laughs> but hopefully
1: things are, are going to change very soon.
0: And there's like, there still like a lot of people in Austin like standing up on the street with like signs with their head hanging down, going "No justice, I'm no."
1: Just people just slitting their wrists on the curb. <laughs>
0: self-immolating like a Buddhist monk in Saigon in 66 they're just rubbing their <laughs> exactly. wrists slowly on the cement. Yeah. <laughs> like they, they don't slit their wrists because then they'd be buying commercial products right. from a large corporation so what they're using is they're using some sort of free range bark
1: <laughs> no they're just rubbing the it on the cement clean up and they're, they're, you know, they're liberals so they don't want to make a mess for <laughs> the environment
0: Fr- friction cuts now, so assuming that you're a liberal and that you were you were raised by a military family, is your father still with us?
1: My father is still with us. Yes.
0: And he's a military man.
1: He is a military. He was a, a career Air Force, a lieutenant colonel.
0: So I'm assume, assuming that he is a a, a more a, of a more conservative persuasion.
1: He's pers- he's surprisingly enlightened. He, True. he voted for Reagan, but voted against Trump. So, yeah, he's just, he's really one of the smartest guys I've known. Uh, but, yeah, he votes the issues and not the person.
0: Oh, okay, okay. All right, so it's, it's, it's not like weird at family gatherings or anything.
1: No, well, it is with my wife's family uh, because uh. we're Jewish and she's Catholic and our parents are pissed off about the marriage uh yeah no so there is some weirdness because her family is very conservative and i just try to put as much food and alcohol in my mouth as i can possibly do at a family day. they're like they're like concert- they're like
0: opus day catholics or they like um <laughs> is that what you're Wait, saying say it again they're like opus day catholics they're like some they're like knights of the hospital yeah, catholics and
1: no, they're, they're They're Catholic with a capital
0: C, yeah. They're going to go back and retake the island of Rhodes? (laughs) 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 We're the Knights of the Hospital! So, um, if you know (laughs) (laughs) One of the great battles of Islam and... Anyway, so, uh, um... Yeah,
1: there are people that think the Pope is way too liberal.
0: This is a pretty liberal Pope. Yeah. you know, this this guy is like, you know, this guy's going, oh, let's go by what Jesus said. People go, no, no, man, that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to go by what we think Jesus said. Yeah. Yes, yeah.
1: <laughs> exactly. Our interpretation, not the yeah. literal.
0: We want our angry Jesus back. Give us our angry. I think we're going to have to go talk to the Southern Baptists. I like their style a little bit better. <laughs> you shall <laughs> not <laughs> sin! <laughs> Andy Killer used to have a, a great joke about, when uh, you, you check into a, motel and he'd ask him he goes before i check in can you go into the room and take out the second half of the bible i'm very sensitive about that i just want the first part i'm jewish so um
1: <laughs> no i like to go into uh the gideon's bible and sign it uh thanks for everything
0: god <laughs> uh. somebody made a horrible joke and i totally disagree with this joke Okay, that that um, I totally disagree with this joke. Okay, it I, is my disclaimer that okay. you, it's uh, uh, there's three books. Okay, there is the Torah, which is the Old Testament, and then there's the New Testament, and there's the Quran. They all talk about the same people primarily. Okay, uh, just like there's the Godfather one, Godfather two, and Godfather three. Okay, and in all three, it's the same thing. First one's good, second one's very good, and the third one shouldn't have been done. So. Um, <laughs> I totally disagree with that joke, but somehow.
1: No, I think, yeah, the third godfather is the Book of Mormon.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll get letters in this state. so um, I probably will. There's a Mormon church like a block from my house. Is your, uh, <laughs> is your wife with you here in town? Are you doing New Year's with the wife?
1: No, she's not. We were going to bring her, but she had to work, and I'm really disappointed that she's not here. Uh, you know, New Year's Eve is my favorite holiday. You know, Thanksgiving's great because you get to cook and you get to eat a lot of food, and then Christmas you get a lot of presents, but you have to buy a lot of presents. New Year's Eve, all you have to do is get drunk and kiss somebody at midnight. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I have no idea who I'm going to kiss. Yeah, this,
0: this could be an issue. That guess. wasn't an offer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And she's listening right now, mm. so go ahead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> if I were you, I would just draw some lipstick on my hand. Right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, you know what? That's not a bad plan. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah,
0: a little, yeah. little a stick of that. Little Topo GJO action there, buddy. So minimal uh, exactly. risk. Uh, minimal risk. Yeah. Uh, Good women are hard All to right. find. It's okay. Believe me. Yeah. Believe, believe me, but let me tell you, you know, you get out there to Texas and they'll tell you good women are hard to find out on the trail. So, um was so a good hand. <laughs> so was a good hand, yeah. Be careful which hand you kiss too, pal. So um <laughs> Honey, I was just kissing my hand and
1: then I did horrible things to my hand
0: after that. <laughs> and now my hand just typed me too on Facebook. <laughs> oh Oh, man Matt we uh, uh, we certainly enjoyed talking with you man uh, and we're glad that you uh, uh, glad you called in Uh,
1: uh, oh Tony thanks so much for having me man it's a pleasure to talk to you
0: please tell Rick and everybody down there that um, we uh, uh, we truly appreciate them and wish them all the best in uh, 2018 Um, you know feel free to call right back at you you know and uh, anytime you're on the road anytime you're feeling lonely anytime you're feeling blue uh, anytime you're going, I just need to talk to somebody. This is your number. This is your po- This is this is your rescue podcast, Matt. Okay. Anytime you feel conflicted between Mormonism, Catholicism, and Judaism, and you're going, I don't know where to turn. I've been kissing my hand for days, and I still feel unfulfilled. <laughs> You call. You just call old Tony down here, buddy, and I'll sit. You, I'll just sit you straight on the open trail, all right. I've been on the road for two it weeks, and my, my hand pleasure, is. My pleasure,
1: man. Thank you so much because I get lonely a lot.
0: You
1: know, once, I'm, once I'm done talking and doing other things with my hand, I'll call you.
0: Hey, are you working with uh, Michael Longfellow? Who's your yes, I am. Uh, I just taped somebody with Michael in Hollywood uh, uh, at a recording studio on the Sunset Strip. And uh, uh with,
1: oh, super funny kid, yeah. I recorded super it with, with
0: him, Rich Scheidner, Bruce Baum, and Rick Overton, and uh, uh, uh John Gregory and uh, Kirsten Alberts. But uh, tell him that we are actually beginning to edit it this weekend. So we recorded it at Graham Nash's uh, Crosby Stills and Nash's old recording studio on the Sunset oh, wow. Strip, uh, uh, about a month I or so ago. I'm a huge fan of
1: Rich Scheidner, and yeah, I've worked with Rick Overton, uh, so that's awesome. Yeah. Those were two of my heroes. Yeah, so we went into... Yeah. Uh, uh, Michael's super funny.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we went into this recording studio in Hollywood a couple months ago and, and kind of shot this um, uh, special. So uh, and we're actually oh, just... Cool. We're just getting around to uh, editing it this weekend. We'll be editing in Gilbert. So right. tell Michael we're still editing the thing. It'll eventually come out. Tell him we said, we said hi. Tell Rick. Tell Tammy. Tell everybody down there we said hi. And uh, we might even try to make it down this weekend because we ain't doing nothing. Uh... Matt Sadler, he's at Rick Brunson's House of Comedy this weekend. Um, he's there uh, tonight for two shows, uh, Saturday for two shows, and, of course, uh, New Year's Eve. If you want to get tickets, go to houseofcomedy.net, houseofcomedy.net. And, uh, Matt, thank you very much.
1: Tony, thanks so much for having me.
0: All right, pal. Take care.
1: All right.
0: Bye. How cool was that, man? I. Um, hey, let me tell you what's going on in the House of Comedy here. Um... 7 p.m. is dinner and show. Please arrive at 6 p.m. Yeah, you know what I think? If you show up late, they're going to let you in. Pretty okay. sure. Uh, 7 p.m. is show only, and 10 p.m. is the New Year's Eve spectacular. Okay. Uh, a glass um, of champagne. Uh, 10 p.m. Let's, let's just get to the 10 p.m. package. Three packages, it's, yeah. Uh, 10 p.m. package. Doors open at 9 p.m. for this show, and the show will start at 10 p.m. Then just before midnight, there'll be party favors. Hmm. This, champagne toast, uh, and uh, and champagne will be passed out, and you will end up passed out. Bubbly. Uh-huh. passed out to count down to the new to the new year. Bring in two thousand eighteen with laughter, food, and a good time. Uh, well, I am in for the good time, for a good time call. Now you know what, and uh, this is a good deal too. All right, Sunday December thirty first for the uh, for the New Year's show for the late show. Okay, uh, it's a straight up deal. Uh, tickets are like only like fifty five ninety five, and that's a, that is a good deal for a New Year's Eve show. Doors open at nine, show starts at ten. You ring in the New Year's with uh, in a beautiful club, uh, great food, uh, excellent libation. Have a, a have a great New Year's, stupendous have, New Year's, stupendous. Yeah, have a, have a transcendental New Year's. Mm. We'll be uh, next next week. kick kickoff two thousand eighteen with a whole brand new podcast. Um, We just want to say uh, thank you to Matt Sadler for calling in. That was a fun conversation. And um, we're going to have more cool stuff for you in 2018. Oh, by the way, uh, we kick off uh, our first show of the year. We'll be... Uh, January 5th at the Tempe Center for the Arts. Ernie Green Uh, and Funny Friends. It's starting to be a yearly thing now. Our first show of the year is Ernie Green and Funny Friends. Always one of our biggest sellers. If you come out, you'll see why. So you can get tickets for that by going to our website, ComedySchools.com, or the website you may be looking at right now, ComedySchoolsRadioNetwork.com. There's nothing else to be said.